Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today we got an amazing one for you. Who do we have? We have Darcy Donovan with us today. She is a film and television actress, recording artist, author, model, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. She has appeared in roles for hit movies and television shows such as Modern Family, Parks and Recreation, Anchorman, Bones, Six Feet Under, Entourage, Cult, All My Children, Las Vegas, and Nip Tuck. And she is also a platinum selling recording artist. And in between filming a new action drama to be released next fall, she is also busy recording her new album. And we also can't forget that she's the crypto queen. Oh, wow. yes. That's a, we're so, going to talk about all that. We're talk all that more. more. So welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me, Chris and Sandy. Hi, everybody. Hi to all the listeners, viewers out there. <laughs> and I'd like to start the show out saying that when we get into crypto, um, this is entertainment purposes only. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I am not a financial advisor. Got it. Yeah. All right. So um, as you know, a lot of people, it's been a rough past 18 months. Um, oh, yes. How has COVID affected you and what have you done to maneuver through this craziness? Well, I've actually done really well. Um, I, I know this, you know, some people, I, I, I really got to say it's a mentality thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like, you know, you can look at things either half glass full or half glass, you know, empty. So um, I actually, my business, everything's been doing really great. Um, I actually been thriving through COVID and I know a lot of people that have and in business or anything that you do in life, I always try to tell people you need to be a, uh, flexible. You need to, you yes. need to be, have a perspective and be able to, uh, you know, change and, and adapt to yeah. things that are going mm -hmm. on. And, you know, that's, that's the thing is I'm always looking ahead. I'm always, um, you know, thinking, uh, ahead of everybody else, even, even before certain things were happening, like intermittent fasting. I was into that a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, I was, so it's like, I just feel, I just feel like, it's really a mentality thing, you know, because oh, you can yeah. be, you know, you can be fearful of something. Yeah. I mean, people yeah. don't realize you die, people die more from card deaths <laughs> than COVID. And yes. so basically you don't think about going in your car going, Hey, I'm going to the gas station, but I might get killed by a semi. I might be, you know, I might just run off the road. Or and I've avoided kid. a lot of those accidents. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Well, but see, that's what I'm saying is that, you know, <laughs> it's really a state of mind. You know, yeah. a lot of people are just it so is. fearful and this and that. And I'm like, listen, you know, getting in a car is just as dangerous as, you know, COVID, you know, you just got to everything that you do. You do need to take a precaution in yeah. life oh, of course. And, 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 you know, just be safe. And so, um, you know, I just went, I had business meetings galore in Las Vegas just recently. And, um, you know, I'm in Las Vegas. I'm around a bunch of people. You know, I took my precautions. I had hand sanitizer. But mm -hmm. see, I was always that way. I was always <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you know, like, you know, this. But I do yeah. feel like having a mask, I think that should have been mandatory for a very long time. And the reason why I say that is because of the air, mm -hmm. because of, you know, it, when people do sneeze. Like, I remember my sister and I, we were in Whole Foods one time. And this guy was very sick. 
And nobody would come to in the line and me and my dumb butt sit there and think, okay, well, you know, I kind of feel bad for the guy, but mm-hmm. he ended up sneezing and he sneezed like near our food, like Ooh, obviously it was wrapped up, yeah. but uh, I was, I, you know, he, it was far away, but I, we still got sick. My, my sister and I got deathly wow. sick. Wow. So I was just like, you know, we were good. We were probably about four or five feet away, but, you know, he sneezed in our direction. So I do feel like, you know, for the flu, um, you know, for anything. There's a balance there. You take precautions, but you also live your life. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And there's a lot of places that have smog and there's a lot of places that have, you know, bad air. I mean, you know, in Asian cultures, like in Japan, and in China, the, I mean, their air pollution rate is just insane. Everybody wears them. You know, yeah. they 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 wow. they don't get in the sun. They wear like uh, they all like they cover their entire heads when they go swimming. And yeah. you know, that's the big thing. You know, my mom loves the sun. She loves to get in the sun. Uh, I don't believe in getting in the. If you want to stay young looking, <laughs> I just feel like you know. Same here. You yeah, exactly. Yeah, people, people my wife's age are, always look way older than her, and she's never smoked, drank, don't get in the sun. Yeah, and she's yeah. got beautiful, she's, and Sandy's got beautiful skin. Yeah, she's oh, got a beautiful you. face, and it's, yeah, it's like flawless. And so she's that's in the 40s. Oh, yeah, wow. 40, about to be 45 next month. Oh, what, when's your birthday? January 10th. Oh, happy birthday. Well, happy early birthday. Oh, thank year, you. New, new year, baby. I love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, as you, you when I go out anywhere, I slide that sunscreen on. But, yeah, um, yeah. you know, but you do. But, I mean, being in the sun is very important. But with the way that, you know, the earth and everything's changed with our atmosphere, it's very, it can be, you know. It can be very, very detrimental if you know what I mean to your skin. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, and you know, for us, like you know, we launched this show um, January of 2020. Oh, and, nice. Um, so a couple months before COVID, and our original plan for last year was to do maybe 100 interviews first year. We thought you know would be a great foundation, and then yeah. bam, COVID happens, and I'm watching everything get shut down. And like yeah. you said, you got to roll with it. So like I told Sandy, we can't change this, but you know what we can do is, is all of these entertainers are going to need a place to talk. We're going to give them that place to talk. And because of that, we've done over 300 interviews last year and we're almost 500 now. Oh, well that, see, congratulations. That's amazing. And see, that's, that's the one thing that I want to tell everybody is that, you know, it's like, even with the, with the food industry, I mean, here in Los Angeles, they are very strict, but at the yeah. same time, you know, I, people freak out. I mean, I understand like mom, mom and pop businesses, you know, that's how they make their money. And then uh, there's all these things that, you know, the adaptability factor, but it's the same thing with film and television. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, the one thing that I feel has come out of it too is, you know, people are able to spend more time at home um, with their kids, uh, with their families. And, and we've always been this 24 seven couple. So it's didn't yeah, change. We've for always worked. Yes, together. That's great. See, that's, anything there. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And see, I love to work from home and I mean, you know, yeah. you, I think it's great that, I mean, I'll tell you, it's, 
you know, when you have to meet a casting director, you know, and then you got another vi uh, interview and then you got to do this and then you got to do that. I mean, in L.A. traffic, it is oh, very wow. mind boggling. And the but fact that this. now, you, yeah, you can be like I can be on, you know, Jimmy Kimmel's show one minute, Ellen DeGeneres. I could sit here and talk, you know, and, and be live. That's that's the great thing is that, um, you know, I feel like there's more uh, opportunities exactly. for everybody. You know, and and people, and it's always people been there. We just never take advantage of it. Exactly, yeah. because let's let's put you this way: um, because of everything is going digital, and there's um, they call them ecocasts, you know, self tapes, basically. So, uh, yeah, actors that would never get seen before in front of major, yes, are now getting seen, and true talent is getting out there to where. You know, you wouldn't be able to submit. I mean, you know, you if if you're in Nashville, you know, and you want to try to get a you know job in New York or get it on a film, you have to fly there. Yeah, they're like, you got to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and I and I'll tell you, I I'll tell you that I went for a big huge show. Um, uh, it was right near Thanksgiving, and I thought, you know, my manager talked to them, and they said, no, we, you know. Uh, I, they loved my uh, tape that I sent them. They loved the way that I did it, but they wanted to see me in person. Okay. Yeah. So they're in Atlanta. I'm in LA. It was right near Thanksgiving. And I found out about this like a day before, a day oh, and a wow. half. So, yeah. So I have to pack all my stuff. My assistant's trying to help me. On top of that, I'm trying to run business. I'm mm -hmm. doing all this stuff. And, uh, you know, it was for, uh, do you guys know the show stars or star? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it was, a, it was a really good meaty role. So I was like getting all excited, but <laughs> I, we ended up having to take two planes because of the oh, last wow. minute. Then I had to, you know, get yeah. a car rental. I think it was around by the time we got food, by the time me and my assistant got checked in the hotel, it was like two in the morning and then we still hadn't unpacked. And then I had to be there at to meet everybody like around, I think it was like 9.30 a.m. And then get, mm -hmm. you know, get dolled up again to go. <laughs> so I went in and I just was not on my game. I will say it. And I and I told him, I said, man, y'all, you know, but it's like it's the it, I didn't get to show my best foot forward yeah. because I, mean, yeah. a, I was exhausted. B, I was like trying to find a place. And it was just. It would have been so much easier had I just been able to be in, you know, my studio office and then submit and then talk to them live and then do a live thing like that in L.A. as opposed to, mm -hmm. I mean, it was like planes, trains and automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember that? It was like yeah. trying to get to this thing was just Oh I mean, I did, I'm surprised I didn't have like chicken feathers coming out of my head, you know, like, <laughs> from all the stuff I was dealing with. Insane. So, so, so you know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to become an actress? I like to go deeper than that. When did it click that the entertainment world could actually be a career for you? Well, honestly, since I was a baby and I know that sounds weird, but oh, it's wow. like my mom always said I was a ham and they uh, <laughs> I watched a lot of TV. So my mom's like, plus my mom and dad were really, really young. So they used to like dress me up in wigs and, you know, ponchos oh, and outfits funny. and just, mm -hmm. you know, thought I was this live doll. Apparently is what my grandmother said. So, um, 
we used to do like uh, in front of my cousin and I would do these like I would be the mastermind and go, okay, let's charge our family like a quarter, you know, let's do these, let's do these oh, acting yeah. bits and let's do the, you know, so we dress up mm -hmm. and we'd make these forts and tents and we thought we were so cool. And we we're like, yeah. And I'd, I'd have tickets. I'm like, okay, if you want to see our show, you know, seven, eight years of age. I mean, and it's yeah, amazing like, how many people we've had on the show that have said the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. And so, but that's it. I feel like, you know, you're, it's, it's like, I can't draw people always ask me. So what can't you do Darcy? I cannot, <laughs> I can't listen. If I wanted to, anybody can learn anything they can, mm -hmm. but, but if there's a difference between a natural God given talent and then something that's learned. So I can't draw worth a crap a doodle. <laughs> I'm just can't. Um, it's, you know, acting is, is in my blood. Uh, and you know, that's, that's the one thing I would say, but it's just, it's just, I can't draw. It's like, it's terrible when I'm in Pictionary, people are like, what is that? What is, what are you drawing? You know, that's, that's very strangely. What is that? I'm like, it's a cookie. They're like a cookie. It's like a, what is that? It looks like a comet of some sort that's dying. Well, you wouldn't do that good where the game, what is that game called where you got to draw and your part and your partner has to guess what it is. Yeah, oh, Pictionary. Yeah, the picture. Yeah, that's yeah. It. So mm, that's what I said. Yeah. Like, I'm a great guesser, but yeah, the drawing sucks. I'm just gonna I'm gonna just say it. And they and people know that all my friends. But uh, you know, I just feel like you're born with it or you're not. And mm. I feel like, you know, mine my, my business has always been, you know, acting and singing. So that's just something wow. that's just been, you know, in 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 me since I was a kid. Um uh, I started out singing actually in church as a, you know, as a at first grade. So, mm -hmm. you know, I was singing and, and learning notes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so then that developed into singing more, getting, you know, lead in the choir and, you know, just to kind of developed from there, but it was music kind of came first. And yeah. then, yeah. you know, I, I ended up beating like hundreds of kids at a, a commercial and that's kind of where the acting started to come into. And like, people, oh, just, wow. yeah, people, and my mom, you know, she's like, you're a drama queen. You need to be an actress. I'm like, <laughs> shut up, mommy, don't say that, you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I think that's, I think that's just, you know, acting was just always in my blood. And, but the music is really what came first. Oh, wow. But, okay. uh, yeah. And then the acting came and, you know, from there, it was just, uh, you know, commercial 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 then i got on a soap and then a movie and then you know all that kind of stuff now so. as you know a lot of people they see the glory in what you do but they don't see the grind the sacrifice <laughs> the tears the struggles it mm -hmm. takes um not to, just to get to your level but even a career level within entertainment i always want to talk about that side of it because i think a lot of people feel like oh i've got a talent I should be able to make it. But we both know that there's a lot of broke, talented people out there. It's way more than that. So tell us a little bit about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to get to where you are today. Well, in, in saying what you said, Chris, that that's a valid point. I mean, you got to look at there's a lot of not great singers out there. Let's just call it, you know, in the studio, mm -hmm. they you know, they're just not that great set of singers, but they're great business people. So what I tell people anytime I talk to them, it's not 
acting, acting. It's acting business. It's the music business. It's the entertainment business. So you could be the most talented person out there, but if you're not a good business person, forget it. It ain't yeah. happening. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's it. And if you're talented, you know, it's not easy. Um, uh, there is a ton of competition. Uh, you know, you have to move away from your family. If you're into certain, uh, demographics, like, you know, LA is the place to go. New York, Nashville is really great too. Um, it's definitely. We're moving to Nashville next year. Yeah. Nashville. Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee. Probably one of the outskirts, of course, but yeah, still, but somewhere within somewhere the metro there, area. Yeah. yeah. My mom right now lives in uh, Kingston Springs oh, wow. and, and I have a place near there. So yeah, I come and visit and stay there. I'm just a lot of my, uh, you know, work is in LA. So, but Nashville, you're going to love it. I call it, it's like a small, it's like a, a big city with a small town. And exactly. It's, it is. And it's, it's, that's the one thing I love about Nashville is the people. And yeah, you get that, that, that sweet vibe. Um, you don't really get that here in LA. I'll just tell you that, but you oh, know, wow. I bring it, I bring it here. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm going to make you like me. Okay. I mean, come on. It's that, you know, I try to always put the Southern, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, people go, why are you so nice? And I was like, well, that's how I was raised to be. I mean, why not? You know, not? it's like, yes. it's, you know, and if somebody's a jerk, there's usually a reason why they're a jerk, you know, but you know, um, again, you know, the business, like we were talking about, you know, you're going to deal with difficult people. I deal with people with egos. I mean, I can't tell you how many A-lists. I will say this. I have been lucky. I have dealt with a lot of, you know, I worked with Chris Pratt, Nathan Fillion, uh, Will Ferrell, Christina mm -hmm. Applegate, mm -hmm. um, Paul Rudd. All of them are, are, are super, super sweet. But I will tell you, there is other people that I would rather probably want to go get like, <laughs> And that's and within the industry. Exam. I'd rather, <laughs> you know, go and get some surgery on my eyeballs rather than dealing wow. with these people. So, yeah, it's it's and, you know, and I try to tell people, I'm like, if you're going to be in a business like this, don't be don't be a wuss. Don't complain. You know, do what you need to do. But I'll tell you, Chris, it is not easy. Even when I'm you know, I've done modeling. You know, I started out doing modeling, too, and doing pageants. Yeah, you know, you got to Nashville, right? Yes. And I mean, but I had to do campaigns where like it's freezing and I'm wearing this cute little sundress <laughs> and it's like 30 below and literally Ooh. my eyeballs, I mean, you know, you know, stuck to my face. I mean, like stuck to my eyelids. It was just terrible. So, you know, um, I've dealt with stuff when they, I mean, trust me, there's, that's one of the reasons why I do like television series better. There is, it's, it's a little bit better More as in steady. terms of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're on a sound stage, you know, there's a set time, they have more structure, you, get, you know, yeah. they have great food. Um, when you're on a film set, it's a little bit more kind of, it's definitely different. The structure is definitely different. It's a little wild um, and out there. But, uh, you know, I definitely would say that, you know, I've had situations where, you know, you're freezing your butt off um, and, you know, you got to remember your lines and, uh, you know, you're 
literally trying not to freeze on set and you're just like, oh my God, everybody's in parkas and you're in these little- And if you're playing a dead person and you shake. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And then, you know, we had situations where I played a detective in one show Mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, you've got smoking conditions. We're in an attic where it's like, I'm wearing a suit, literally a cop suit. And it's, I mean, it is sweltering hot. We're in a warehouse and I'm literally, I literally passed out Um, when we were on our break. I just, you know, the director's like, oh my God, you know, I woke up and he's like, are you okay? But uh, that's, that stuff happens all the time. People don't realize it's not easy. And there are so many people, um, so many other actors, including myself that have broken bones, uh, have, you know, actually, I mean, I will not do the extreme stuff because I just don't feel like it's worth my health, but um, there's plenty of actors that have, you know, gone on and, and they now have very bad health issues. Um, so, you know, I just like, yeah, I love my job and everything, but I'm not going to sit there and I'm not going to uh, ruin my health. Yeah, for exactly. that. Yeah, I'm just not going to do it. So, um, but I do know enough technical stuff to where, you know, it's like, okay, I'm, put me in a fat suit. Okay. I'm not going to gain a million pounds. Okay, we can just we can cut it to where, you know, okay, I have to look anorexic. All right, well, we could just snap a girl's head on top of mine who's really, really skinny, skinny. You know, so <laughs> there's things you can do. I mean, come on, you know, let's just get a little bit. This is the 21st century, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. And speaking of the 21st century, let's flip the script a little bit and talk crypto. Crypto. Uh, the, the crypto queen. And again, I'm going to say it again. This is for entertainment purposes only. Mm-hmm. We, are we are not financial advisors. No. That's and a disclaimer. And That's another a disclaimer. disclaimer. You're a CMO of a crypto, right? Right. Well, I'm seeing not a crypto, well, of a company that's a crypto company, but it's uh, eCoin Finance. Okay. And um, I will say this, you know, for all everybody watching and everything, uh, you know, you get need to get a pen and paper because what I'm telling you, it's kind of like if you were at the bottom of Google, uh, of Amazon when they were first coming out. You want to get in on this. Um, and uh, what I tell everybody is you it's kind of like going to Vegas. I always say the same thing, but I, I, I'm very I'm known very well in the crypto communities for my analogies because mm-hmm. it makes people everybody understands the analogies. So, um, you know, when you go to Vegas, have you, you guys gone to Vegas, right? Not, Not yet. yet. You haven't been on, on, on it. It's on our bucket we're, list. Today. We're going to take you guys to Vegas. So <laughs> when you go to when people go to Vegas, um, a lot of times they're like, "Okay, I'm going to gamble. I'm going to spend some money." Yeah. So yeah, what I what I used to, what I've done because I've already I went a long time ago with an ex boyfriend. We went. We gambled. I remember we got into it. We were arguing because he lost the money and I lost money. And we were just like, ah, you know, then we we done, we got into money that we we weren't going to spend. We're going to use for souvenirs. So the thing is that I learned from that. And I was like, yeah. you know, now, obviously, I was like I was like 19, 20 at the time we went to the Bahamas and, you know, we didn't know. I didn't. It was just dumb what we did. So now. Um, you know, when you go to Vegas, you take an envelope. I tell everybody, take an envelope, say, Hey, this is money that I'm going to spend and I don't care what happens to it. So if it's a hundred bucks, let's say you take a hundred, 200, you're like, okay, I'm going to put in the slots or I'm going to play cards. Yeah, but if I, yeah, lose it, exactly. I don't care. It's That's not even my, that, but whatever what if you is. win 2,500, 
What if you win 3000? What if you hit the jackpot? So that's kind of what I tell people with crypto. You take money. You know, I've done my research. I tell people to do your research, but everything, any company that I work with, anything that I uh, do, you know, I've done the research. Um, uh, I've invested into them. I've had my family invest in them. And, you know, if you, if you tell mom and dad to invest in it, you better well damn know what you're doing. <laughs> Cause I don't want to I don't want to be that. Well, Darcy, you told us this for Christmas and this is what happened. I'm not going to deal, deal with that. So, and you a know, lot of people lose because they pull out too early because crypto is always going to go down. Exactly. And that's the, that's the dumb, that's the thing that just, just blows my mind. It's like, you know, leave it in there just like Vegas. Um, uh, that's what I, I keep telling people, you know, take that money, invest it. You know, I had somebody. That was yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And you just leave it in there. Um, true, you set, these are true stories here. Uh, mm -hmm. a, a man just sat here. He, he put, he invested 500, couple years uh, a year a couple years ago into a, a particular crypto mm -hmm. so he ended up actually one of the cryptos that i'm with by the way so uh he invested he ended up going into a coma he had an accident went to a coma he ended up uh waking up not not too long ago and mm -hmm. he's worth let's see what was it what 100 600 what was it 600 sorry my assistant's here was what we're talking it's like 600 and 24 million i think Ooh, wow. it, was, it was around that is i think it's 624 million i'm pretty you know happy. that's just like i remember a story and of course i won't say what names but um where last august a company launches and a guy puts like and they said if you put a thousand dollars in that month the next month they went to 500 the next month they went to a dollar and something for four months and then like five months later, it went up to 19,000, then 50,000, then 100,000, and then eventually several million. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a man who invested $5,000 into crypto and he's now worth 5.4 billion. And, oh, you know, the time is the time I'm telling it's you is now. It's now. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know next week or two months it's now so that's why i'm trying to tell people you really need to get in on this now i mean i definitely know um i i just have no doubt i'm going to be a billionaire i'm not and I've, I've already i'm like i know it you know i'm not worried about it uh i'm excited about it i'm excited what i can do with charities there's so many charities i want to help but i really want to make you know a difference in the community and stuff and so that I'm like, God's going to bless me with this. I just feel it. But now, what do you think about the idea? And I will say the coin on this one because I like the idea. Sure. What do you think about the idea of my, the Miami coin where the mayor um, has created this Miami coin? And his ultimate goal for Miami is for that coin to pay all the taxes where people, the people who live in Miami will never have to pay taxes if it works the way he wants it to work. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are so many, there's so many things. There's actually a company that contacted me in regards to like pure energy. Mm -hmm. uh, they're working with pure energy. So absolutely. I mean, you know, the thing is, is that you, it, you really have to do your research on the company. You have to look at the, what's called their white papers. you got to look at it's It's with anything. It's like and looking we got at some money invested and, you know, yeah, and, we've and just we've watched started and, and then and we've, we're learning. Know, and we haven't had a rug pull yet. Thank God. But there've been a few that were like, is that a rug pull or is that just people taking their money? <laughs> and, yeah. And see, that, that does, that. 
that has happened. And, you know, rug pulls do happen. And when they do, you know, a lot of people get upset, you know. Um, but the one thing I will have to say is the companies that I'm with, you know, they I know the C I know the CEOs. Um, I'm actually, you know, on I am a CMO, the chief marketing officer of eCoin Finance, and I've been working with them. The thing I like about it is they're what's called a utility company. So yeah. I really they're a utility coin. That's where the future's at. Yes. And so you, they have their own, what's called wallet. And so, you know, basically um, I invested into eCoin. Uh, they have, they're working on their own debit card. There's a lot of stuff that's like in the works that I can't talk about, <laughs> but yeah. it's happening. So that's why I'm saying invest now, you know, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's going to be one of the sleeping giants, but um, I would, I want to say, and I'm going to tell you, Chris and Sandy, um, my top four picks, and mm -hmm. these are excellent companies. You know, I've invested in them again. You know, I'm not a financial advisor, but right. I want to say to everybody, you know, think of money as Vegas, you know, take a couple hundred bucks, put a or put 50 bucks in each one or a hundred bucks into each one, right. whatever you can yeah. do. Um, you know, I just had a friend say, Hey, I got a thousand bucks. Can I give it to you? Can you, t and I said, yeah, just split it up uh, between the four. So, you know, she did that and she's really excited. So I just told her, I said, that's what you need to do. So, um, eCoin finance is my number one. So eCoin, uh, is number one. Um, the other, uh, crypto is, uh, flavors like F L A V O R S yeah. and it's called mm -hmm. ca capital B S C flavors, B S C. Um, the other one is X Mooney. Now X Mooney, they just had um, a new advisor come on, Thomas, who's very well known in all the crypto communities because he's worked with another huge crypto uh, currency uh, coin company, and he's done. He did the marketing. He did a lot of things for them. Uh, so now he's the new advisor and brand ambassador for X Mooney. And uh, uh, the last one that I absolutely love, which is doing huge things, is Safe Moon. Right. So yeah. again, e yeah. If, uh, have you guys heard of these? Yeah. E -coin? yeah. Okay. The, safe, the safe, safe moon have, but the, of, yeah. the other two yeah. I haven't. Right. So eCoin Finance, Flavors BSC, uh, uh, definitely X Mooney and Safe Moon. But you know, they are they are my top picks. They're they're what I work with. And you know, I'm very, very selective. Um, you know, I, I get I get bombarded all the time and on Twitter. No, so no. I will say this. Um you know, if anybody that's watching or even Chris saying, if you guys ever have anything, just, you know, email me also too. I have my Twitter. That's where um, if you really want to get into crypto. Go to at Darcy Donovan and it's spelled D-O-N-A. It's not D-O-N-O. It's D-O-N-A. <laughs> <laughs> so go to Darcy Donovan uh, on Twitter and there's spaces, um, Twitter spaces where you can learn. And so the crypto communities are on there. They're listening. Um, it is a very awesome safe you know safe uh like we're just a really good yeah. community yeah. uh and you know people lift each other up and 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 i really like that i mean they have and, my know, butt speaking and of lifting people them. up let's talk about your love the daily doses of <laughs> oh my my book yeah, yeah. That's my book. Yes. Oh, I gotta awesome. tell you, this is the one thing I'm proud about. But I bring it, even though it's big. This is now for everybody watching. Uh, this is, a, I mean, it's a table book. You know, it's it's a mm -hmm. tabletop book where you you know you put it amongst your other books and like because it you know it's it's a it's a nice big book. But the great thing about it is you open it up 
you have 365 days of inspirational messages oh, yeah. and and uh, then at the bottom I have a Darcy's daily where it'll tell you you know <laughs> what you can do to make yourself better and I try to tell people I say write on the book do it with you you know like Chris and Sandy you guys could do it together it's kind of like a devotional like let's see what's let's see. What's mm -hmm. today's date? It's December the ninth. Yeah, the ninth. Yes. <laughs> so today is inspiration for. So everybody would would be you know reading or whatever. It says be an inspiration, and it says if you can dream, you can achieve it. And then it's right. and then at the bottom it would have my Darcy's daily. It says can you list five things that you've done to inspire other people recently? If not, grab a piece of paper and think of ten things that you have ever done to inspire people why you were successful and how much it did to help those people. So oh, yeah. talk about yeah. inspiration. Yeah. And so the thing is, is that you can do it, you know, um, with your family, by yourself, wake up in the morning, go. And I tell people you can write in it, you know, you can look at it year by year and you know, you're, you're never going to go wrong, but it's every single day. And mm -hmm. so that's the one thing um, it's, I really do. I mean, I love my own book because there were so many things people kept saying, Hey, please write a book. All my fans kept telling me, um, you know, will you write a book? I, I helped quite a few people from suicide and depression. Um, that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book because, um, you know, I, there was several people that, I mean, they were literally in the act of going to commit suicide. And then they were like, Hey, you know, your your what you said today really resonated with me. And then I talked to them. So and then they're like, you know, yeah, you you let me see a different perspective. So, um, you know, people want to get yeah, the book I love, I'm big in the inspiration and all that. And we are, we've, yes. I, we've told our story a few times from stage and all that. Because I went through 19 years of addictions until God healed me almost 14 years ago. Oh, wow. So, That's amazing. The first five years of our marriage was really hectic on her because of those addictions. But, you know, she she was my angel. She never nagged me, never put me down. She loved me in spite of the addictions and loved me through them. And, you know, sometimes people will kind of mock and say, oh, she allowed you to walk over her. And I'm like, oh. not really. She actually allowed me to experience God's pure love through her. Exactly. If it well, for that, I wouldn't be here. And, and no, I I I deal with PTSD, and so I I'm there with you. Um, you know, I've been. Now, have you had trauma, Chris? I've been. I've, I've been through so much. Just, uh, I mean, yeah. that's a story in itself. <laughs> right. Well, and see, I'm there with you. You and I have that in common because that's what people would have always told me. They're like, I'm surprised you haven't killed yourself. <laughs> You know, when they know my backstory or they're like, I'm surprised you're not like addicted to drugs or, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, and that, but that's the thing. A lot of times, um, and I'll tell you, you know, it's, it's, it can be definitely when you're dealing with, um, trauma, a lot of people, they don't realize what I noticed. A lot of people don't realize is that, you know, people are in pain. And mm -hmm. so they, you know, it's drugs, alcohol, painkillers, whatever you mm -hmm. can do to get rid of that pain. And it's, it's, I, I, I was thinking about this last night. It's funny that we're talking about this now because yeah. I was like, you know, it's really a play on words. Mm -hmm. People don't realize they look at when you say, Oh, it's a mental problem or it's a mental, you know, or a, uh, what's the stereotype they say it's like oh they're mentally well no not mentally disabled but it's like it's it, what i've noticed is that when you sit here and they they kind of say oh you know they got bipolar disorder 
and yeah. they're yeah, yes. they're they got this problem or this, but they don't realize yeah. that it's like it's their brain sick. Yeah, so that's why like, Joe what? even said that no one ever talks about the pain. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and it's true. So true. Um, you know, because I was in a lot of pain, but my thing was is I I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't do what I had to do. It was right. just terrible. You know, I was I was in pain mentally, physically. Um, it debilitates you to where then you know it's like you feel like you can't do anything. And, um, you know, that's the one thing that people don't realize is that, you know, uh, it, it can definitely be uh, uh, something that takes over your whole existence right. of living. And then you yeah. have to have people like I have a great team of people around <laughs> me. I have people that, you know, they're not family, but they're family to me. Yeah. They are blood to me. So um, it's not exactly always family. Yeah. And I mean, I'll tell you, family can be the worst. And, you know, that's been my problem. I've had a lot of family members, you know, betray, do things that were really bad. And, um, you know, I had to go through therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I had to go through a lot of therapy and trauma. And I used to get so mad. I go, God, why am I going through all this? Because when you're going through it, you don't see the end. So Mm -hmm. I now know that I kind of have like this platter of just all this bad stuff that's happened. But yet now I can talk to anybody about anything. See, I can talk mm-hmm. to you about addiction because, you know, I've had uh, friends in my life with addiction. I've had I've had to deal with, you know, uh, depression and PTSD and yeah. and all kinds of things to where it's like, yeah, it was debilitating. So I understand what you're going through, but I'm really proud of you, Chris. I got to tell you, I'm really proud of you for overcoming that. You know, mm-hmm. God really put a blessing on you. So that, I mean, that's amazing. And look at where you got a beautiful wife. You look, she looks great. You look great. You know, you've got a great show. So, you know, it's, I tell people, you know, cause my mom, you know, she would get, be kind of embarrassed because, well, I don't know if I want people to know about, cause my mom went through domestic violence, her and I both. <laughs> and uh, she's like, I don't know if I want people. I said, mom, you're, you're, it's, it's good. Let's talk Your about story it. Is what heals you. Yeah, exactly. But there's other people going through that. Mm-hmm. And you can make a difference. And I'm like, mom, you know, these people need to know about that. You know how, you know, you had to go into hiding and, wow. you know, I had to go live with my grandparents. So it's wow. like, there's a lot of people that don't know what to do. They're scared or, yes. you know, this or that, but you know, my mom's very successful. You know, she does have uh, trauma that she deals with as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's on she, her and I both, you know, we have to take, uh, medication, you know, because of all the trauma that she's dealt with and I've dealt with. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, what I what I try to tell people, it's no different if you bro- if you're an athlete, it's no different if you're in a car accident, whatever. It's the brain is the same thing. It's a computer. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's even worse when you go. Through like the they trauma. say, garbage in, garbage out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes you have to reset that computer. And that's mm-hmm. what I try to tell people, you know, um, I like to say, you know, their brain sick, their brain is sick or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like to say broken, but I like to say, hey, right. they're sick. And I try to say, you know, you need to do self-care. Um, yes. But, you know, I'm very, you know, I mean, when it comes to business, I'm a badass. I don't put up with stuff. I mean, I just really don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like. That. 
if you're not gonna listen, if you're not gonna bring something happy in, I mean, I, there's been times where I've told you know people that work for me, I said you need to go home. I said because your energy is like a heart <laughs> church right now. I don't need yeah. that. Go go home and get yourself mentally right. But mm-hmm. you know, mentality wise, I mean, I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you all how many A-list celebrities that I've worked with and you know have dealt with. I mean, are well, and that, that's like most comedy, like people who are in comedy. In most cases, they're in comedy because of the trauma. Exactly. No, they right. found the a way. They healing. found a way to heal through comedy. Well, look at Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. that's Nobody so knew. I so mean, tragic. he is a comic genius, he and is. you know, it's like it's the same thing with me. I mean, I've I'd have a smile on my face. You know, nobody knew at school. They're like, you always have a smile. But I'll tell you, the minute I didn't smile, it was like everybody thought the end of the world was coming. But, you know, I, you know, they didn't realize that that morning, you know, I saw my mom get the crap beat out of her by my stepdad. And, you know, we're hiding in the room and trying to get him to where he's not coming in. You know, it's, it's, you know, my, my ex-stepfather, he was very scary and, you know, he beat us. He did, there was a lot of things that he did were bad. He sexually abused me. My mom didn't even know it. My mom, you know, actually came to the house and it was too late. I was like, we need to get out of here. We need to get out of here. And so it's nothing that, you know, I'm eight and nine years old. You should be having to deal with that stuff. But, um, you know, I've always had a strong spirit, but there's a lot of people who don't. And, and it's, it's sad to me. I try to be kind of a coach. You have to be tough. You in the business, in the entertainment industry. Yeah. It's anything that you do in life. I mean, even in the wild, people don't even realize, you know, if the, the, the moms just sit there, you know, baby birds, they're, they're basically, okay, I'll feed you, fed you. You got it. Okay. Now get out. out. You can't, <laughs> if you can't, if you can't flap your wings, if you can't feed yourself, well, you then in you're eating somebody's meal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you, you know, like, that's like they say in the jungle, you know, the lion only has to be faster than the, the um, slowest elk or whatever he's going after. Oh, that's right. You know? Oh, yeah, exactly. But I'll tell you this. Now, this is where you got to think about it, too. A skunk, a skunk uh-huh. and a lion, a skunk will not mess with a lion. You know, because he knows, okay, I do this. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to get stinky. It's going to be terrible, you know, but look at how small a skunk is compared to a lion. And wow. we definitely know yes. a lion. Will mess with. So that's why I try to tell people, I'm like, it's not your size. It's not your money. It's not, you know, it's, it's how you act. It's how you, what your boundaries are. It, there's a lot of things that, you know, you've got to look also in the wild as in terms of, you know, um, you know, my nickname when I was a basketball player was Badger. Because I was the smallest yeah. girl, shortest girl on the team. I mean, these girls towered over me when I was in high school and stuff. But, you know, I was, I didn't put up with that. They're like, man, don't get Darcy mad. The badge is going to come after you. So, you know, it's funny because, you know, my friends, they were over at my house one time and I was doing something. They go, hey, Darcy, you're on TV. And I go, oh, is it a show that I was in? They're like, no. And then it's the nature channel. I was a honey badger trying to get some. <laughs> Trying to get some uh, honey out of like this bee's nest, and they're like, "There you are, you're right there." And you know, this bee was like, wow. this, "This honey badger was like, I'm gonna get this honey." You know, why it's being stung yes. a million times. So you know, I try to tell people, be a honey badger in life. You know, don't yeah. don't don't let like people you know, run over you. 
you know, I always, I always lead with integrity and respect, but at the same time, I will not tolerate somebody being disrespectful to me or people that I work with, mm -hmm. you know, there just needs to be a respect issue. Yeah. And, oh, yes. and the thing is, that you cannot, fun. you, you don't have to like somebody. I, you don't have to, um, but you can be respectful. Exactly. I mean, it's Absolutely. with athleticism. And you can agree to disagree. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like, you know, in the, in the, in athleticism, it's the same thing. I mean, when you see boxers or when you see, uh, you know, tennis players or whatever, I can't stand to watch people that are athletes that, you know, uh, have really bad, uh, you know, sportsmanship. There's not respectability. Oh, yeah. You know, I saw that a couple of times in the, in the uh, Super Bowl. And I remember it just really made me angry because I yeah. was like, yeah. you know, how many Super Bowls did you win? I'm not going to call anybody out, but I'm just saying <laughs> they win all these Super Bowls and then they're mad. They lose one Super Bowl. And, but the way they handled it was just really disrespectful to the other team. Mm. And I just feel like, you know, you can be I say sportsman like in everything, in every kind of business. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just a way to be able to handle things and to be um, have integrity intact. And that's the problem. I think, you know, with the world, I think, I do think that we also, as humans, there's people that we put trust into mm. and then you're like, Whoa, you know, it's kind of like, you know, finding out mother Teresa is a serial killer. You're like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, Oh my God. You know? So, you know, that's the one thing that I feel like has happened, you know, to people in the business. And that's something I do want to bring, you know, hopefully I'm a breath of fresh air to where, you know, I'm real, I'm honest. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I just try to bring some integrity to the business. So, and you know, I love so this needed. conversation yes. because, well, you know, our, our tagline is up close and personal. I don't know if we got much more up close and personal than we have today. I know. It's great. It's great. We see, we didn't even need any deodorant. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> <laughs> so as you know, a lot of people, they see you out there, but they don't see the team behind you. In our opinion, oh. the teams never get the love they, they deserve. So take a few moments just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Oh, I got to tell you, I have an amazing team. Now, I will say this, okay? My main thing, I pick people, okay? I do. I pick people. I My big thing is trust. I can teach anybody anything, but I can't teach them trust. I can't teach yeah. them integrity. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, everybody on my team has integrity. Um, I have uh, great assistants, executive assistants, uh, and She's amazing. She's an assistant. She handles a lot of day-to-day -day stuff. I have uh, Rebecca, um, who's she's part of my staff, and when we travel together, and she handles uh, lots of the ins and outs. Um, I have excellent business managers. Uh, you know, Dylan Nelson. Um, I also have uh, a great uh, other business manager, Richard. He is amazing, and. Um, there's just a lot of people on my team that are great. I have, I have great publicists, you know, so, uh, Roger, Roger Neal, yeah, he's, he's great. great. Uh, love, Roger. love Roger. Um, you know, and it's just, uh, oh gosh, I have, yeah, I have, uh, people, Christopher, I have writers, Dempsey. I mean, we have a lot of people on our team. God, if I forget somebody smack me, please. So, <laughs> So, you know, it is important to have people on your team that you trust, that you, um, uh, I mean, anytime we go anywhere and I get an award, I make my team stand up. 
And I say, hey, if it wasn't for them, because there's no I in team. Exactly. Uh, you know, there's no, you're not going to get to the Olympics with just one person, you know, mm. on a football team or on a basketball team. It's a group effort. So um, I do feel like, you know, there has been the demise of certain celebrities, certain, um, uh, you know, talented musicians because of their team around them. And, but I also feel like it's also up to the person, you know, you have to have a strong, you know, if you're going to be in the business, you have to be a strong leader. You have to be a leader. You know, I like I see everything going on with Britney Spears, and I think it's it's horrible what's happened to her. I hate that it's her parents, but I feel like she is a very sweet, and I feel like she's a little bit of a how can I say it? Um, she's she's a sweet soul, but I feel like she can be influenced. I feel like you know you she's just too nice, too sweet. Which yeah. there, I people tell me I'm too sweet, but there's another side of me. I don't know if y'all ever seen Yellowstone. <laughs> Have y'all seen Yellowstone? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay, well, there's a Beth in me there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm like, I'm your, I'm your nicest friend. I, you know, I'm not gonna be the person to do the first punch or betray you, but if you do it to me, we got a problem. So yeah. you know, and I'll just tell people, I was like, you know, watch a, uh, watch a. Uh, uh, Yellowstone and then get back with me about Beth. And I said, I think we'll come to an, a realization. You don't want to mess with me. And then they're like, yeah, you're right. So, <laughs> you know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host or yes, a nine year old that we allow to ask a few questions. So Sandy's going to go get no Chris. Christopher. Yep. I'll get oh, wonderful. And, and we've got a two and a half year old daughter that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too, because we're keeping everything a family affair. Absolutely. That's amazing. And see, that's exactly what I want to do. I, but, you know, that's a thing you never know. Your kid might want to say, hey, I want to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. I want to be an astronaut. That's the thing that scares me. You know, when I finally have kids, I'm, I'm like, they may just say, I don't want to be have any part of this. Screw this. I want to do this. You know, I want to be an artist. I want to be a paintist or I want to be a veterinarian doctor. I, you know, you never know. So. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and, and and the flip side is that so many people want their kids to be doctors and lawyers and all that. And I always try to tell people, don't take that passion away. Exactly. Okay. Hi, Darcy. So was it very food? I couldn't hear. I'm sorry. What'd you say, sweetheart? Oh, I said, was it fair food? Your favorite oh, food. Oh, my favorite food. Oh, gosh. Cheeseburgers. <laughs> you love cheeseburgers. Yes. Cheeseburgers and French fries. No. And what's yours? Mine's pizza. Oh, okay. Second, pizza. I love pizza too. Okay. That's a eat it all day long. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm not one of those girls that go, I'll just have a salad. Yeah, I like to eat. I like to eat. What kind of toppings do you like? A pepperoni, sausage, and supreme. Oh, yum. Okay, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> All right, what's a fair TV show? Oh gosh, that's hard. Oh, TV show. I do love. Have you ever seen Big Bang Theory? Uh, no. We have. We yeah. love okay. that show. I, I love that show. I, I, I don't know. When I watch it, it just puts me in a good mood. So that's one of my favorite shows. It's so funny, and the characters are so cute. So, oh, yeah. what's yours? Good. What's your favorite show? Uh, mine is SpongeBob. Oh, SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob. I have a dog that looks like SpongeBob. And, and you know, it's been cool is, you know, we bring, you know, he watches a lot of the Nickelodeon Disney shows. So we've been able to bring a lot of the people from his shows onto our show. 
Oh, well, here you go. Uh, okay, get in touch with me. And oh, somebody just said they got done eating a Swiss cheeseburger with mushrooms. Okay. Mayo or no? Yeah, I'll take some mayo, but uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me. But uh, yeah, now I'm hungry. But uh, you got to watch this movie that I'm in. See, it's a kid's movie. So it's on Amazon and you would love it. It'd be perfect for you. So if you like SpongeBob, you'll love this movie. It's really cute. So I'm one of the stars. Yeah, I'm one of the stars in it. So here's what I'll do. You know what? I'll send you. If you tell me you like the movie, I'll send you a poster of it and I'll and I'll I'll sign it for you. How about that? That sounds great. <laughs> oh yes. Okay, we'll do that. I'll see if I can yeah. get some of the other cast members too. Yes. Oh, that'll oh, be awesome. That'd yeah. Be All right. So was it fair movie? What what uh was what? it fair movie? Ooh. That's hard. He has the best oh, questions. Yeah, he does. I would have to say Anchorman. <laughs> I, I better do a shout out to them because they really kind of put me on the map. So I'd say Anchorman. Yeah. And, but I will say my favorite, favorite movie is the, it's called Rudy. It's a true story. Uh, that's mine. No, oh, it is. I love that movie. I just feel like I love the underdog movie. story. Yes, I, mean, again, that's what I, was about to I say. want to I see like the that. people who never, like, you know, all my life I've been an outcast. Uh, you know, now it's funny. All the people that was, consider me an outcast all these years or looking at some of the guests we have on our show like how in the world is this happening it's because <laughs> i've been an outcast <laughs> hey listen i got bullied i got bullied in school i was, so I, was so I, my, I actually was like i was very popular but i was a, a loner and you know it was it was terrible you know i mean i got bullied really 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 bad i mean it's just straight out of the movie mean girls you know yeah. to where you know, I, my blood sugar, my, I mean, there's just so many things that happened with my health during that time. It was terrible. And, you know, I look back and I'm like, you know, the girls try to contact me or, you know, it, I, I just like, I don't care. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just like, you know what? Uh, I don't, you don't have to say anything, Chris, your success says it all. You know, you're like, I don't have to say nothing. That's the thing. It's sometimes um, the answer of not saying anything is the answer in itself. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So. Exactly. And what was your favorite movie? Uh, mine is the Minions movie. Oh, love the Minions. <laughs> love it. Have you you got to come to you got to come to Los Angeles and go sure. to the Minions show. You got to go there. That'd be cool. Yes. <laughs> love that. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. Universal <laughs> Studios. Ooh. Was, yes. <laughs> Bye. Oh. Bye, sweetie. You're so oh, adorable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So cute. He, yeah, he, we've done, like I said, almost 500 interviews, and he's been on 98% of them. Oh, it's so adorable. Such a so he, sweet, such a sweet little soul. It's so <laughs> sweet. Well, yeah, I'm telling you, if he likes the movie, if he likes the movie, let me know. I'll send, I'll send a couple things. I'll send some, I'll send some gifts to him. Oh, okay. we definitely will. He will love that. Uh, what are some sources of inspiration for you? Oh, so, well, first God, I will say this. I'm very, um, you know, I was raised in Catholic school. I was raised or Catholicism and my dad was a Baptist. He was in a deacon at a church called, uh, you know, Baptist, Hill Baptist. But ha I would say 
I'm a spiritual person. I don't believe in organized religion. That's just me. I don't, I don't judge anybody. I have friends that have all different backgrounds and I respect, I would give them respect. And, you know, I I like to learn about it. You know, I have friends that are Jewish. I have friends that are into Buddhism. I have friends that are, we have all different types coming on our show. Like next week we have Perez Hilton coming on. We do. Oh, so I mean, you just don't know. We we, we, we just you know we have all walks of life. We don't care yeah, where where it, they yeah. stand if they're exactly. If we, and I'm, we just I just got a story. story, yeah. Right, and yeah. see, you know, there's people that you know judge people and this and that, and they're like, oh, well, how Darcy, how do you feel about the gay community? Or how you know, I have friends that are gay. I have family members that are gay. I sit here and I tell people. It's not, I, I mean, I look at a person, I don't look at how much money they have, what color they are. I don't look at, you know, what their philosophies, exactly. if they're a good person, you know, and it's like, I, I always tell people that's God's job. That's not my yeah, job. Yeah. To do. I don't want that yeah. job. Yeah, exactly. we don't want that job. So, <laughs> and, I think that, and when people get judgy, I mean, and, and I've seen that in churches, you know, they're uppity and stuff. And it's like, it, you know, I know my, listen, I know the Bible backwards and forwards. Somebody tries to come at me. You know, with religious stuff. I mean, that's what I studied it in two different churches. So, you know, and what I try to tell people, I'm like, okay, if the world's going to end tomorrow and I have to send one parent into a time capsule to say, is baptism, is being a Baptist uh, the, the thing of the world, is being a Catholic? What am I going to do? Which parent am I going to pick? I, I can't mm-hmm. do that. I'd be like, no, I'm not doing it. Just yep. send me up there and I'll die myself. We're here to I mean, love one another. That was his help. Remember, that's the biggest two commandments is love God, love one another. Exactly. And, you know, I just, you know, it just I guess it just boggles my mind. You know, this whole like, you know, racism and and all this kind of stuff. And it's just, you know, I have so many people, so many different backgrounds, so many, you know, I've talked to people that are homeless. I hang out with that. I hang out with people that are billionaires. I, you know, there's, I don't judge anybody. I just, I don't think I'm better than anybody. I don't think anybody's better than me. I feel like we're all in the same playing field and that's how it should Mm -hmm. be. Um, exactly. you know, and you're, you're going to listen, there's going to, you're going to deal with difficult people. The, my thing is, is sometimes I'm like, I'll just tell people straight out. I said, your parents <laughs> obviously didn't do their job. I said, so now I got to come in and I got to parent you. Mm. I'm like, you're going to buy me dinner for this, or I need to get some sort of incentive for putting up with you. So, <laughs> yeah. And I just let out because there are, there's people, they just, they, I'm like, that was kind of rude and disrespectful. Do you realize you were being disrespectful to everybody here? Yeah, people and people don't call people out, and I think that's the problem. You know, there's yes. some, of these, yes. some of these rich kids, you know, that there's a lot of nepotism in town, but I don't have a problem calling somebody out. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't care who your dad is, you know, I don't, I don't give a crap. You know, you, you need to, you need to sit here and you need to learn some respect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's, it's tough because, uh, you know, I, I, there was somebody, you know, he's in the industry, he's kind of retired now, but you know, his son makes a lot of bad business decisions, does a lot of bad, just does a lot of things. And I've had, I had a friend, you know, tell me, Hey, I was trying to help him out and he can't make a decision without his parents. And he's an older gentleman, you know, well, well into his late thirties. And Mm, it's just, you know, then my friend ends up getting, uh, basically, um, how would I say it? The brunt 
uh, the decision, you know, he's trying to help him in business. They go into business deal and then he wants to renege on it. He wants to get out of it. And then it's like, you can't do that in life. You can't just like, Oh, I don't like this. And then that's not how it is when you're doing a business deal or you're doing a transaction. There's not many times where you have that person that, you know, again, one thing I've learned on doing this show with as many people we've brought on, there's always one or two people in each of the celebrities lives that opened the door that took them that next level, a pivotal pivotal person, but that don't happen that often. So when it finally happens, you can't mess that up. No. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, Vin, Vin Diesel has a really good story. I mean, he couldn't get auditions. He couldn't get things. He just did himself. And that's kind of the way that I am. I mean, I can't tell you all how many very well famous people that could help me out. They don't, they don't. It's like, Hey, you know, put me in your film, put me this. So then I'm just like, okay, I'm just sitting there going, okay. Or they'll say, oh yeah, Dorsey, I've got this great project three years later, you know, oh yeah, I got this great project. You know, so then it's like, you kind of go, all right, I, I get it. I, and what I do is I just put a, a thing in my cap and I go, I know how to deal with you now. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've got all these things with crypto going. I mean, I've got my own production company. I'm doing all these things. I mean, it's going to be a drop in a bucket to, for me to do films and television and do things like that on my own, on my own terms. I've got scripts out the wazoo. Um, yeah. I've got some fabulous writers on my team. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm not worried about it. And here's the funny part. I've worked with a lot of, I've worked with a lot of A-list celebrities. I've worked with a lot of, uh, you know, worked with B celebrities who think they're A-list and above and they're <laughs> like worse actors and they wow. think they're all that in a bag of chips. But the thing is, is that, there's up and coming talent that I've met that are just, you know, great. There's A-listers that are great, but you know, I've kind of made a Rolodex in my mind of all these people that I'm like, I'm going to help this person with their career. I'm going to do this for this person. Um, you know, there have been, you know, uh, there was a, a real sweet lady. Her name is Elaine balance and she's done a lot of stuff, you know, back in the day. And she, she emailed me and she said, Hey, you know, there's this, uh, there's this huge movie that's coming out and, and I know that you're perfect for the role. And, you know, this is part of your and I was just, I was just so like, that was just so amazing that she's so sweet to do that because yeah. a lot of people don't do that, but um, I push yeah, that, That's like, you know, the PR, um, you know, like, you know, with I have, us, that's like with us being a new show. Um, we've had a lot of PR companies that t- took a chance on us. Yeah. Um, to bring their clients on. Because again, you know, we're not Bobby Bones. We're not Ty Bentley. We're not no. Kelly Clarkson show. You we're know? not there yet. Yeah, you know, we want to be get to get <laughs> Someday, there. Someday, yeah. But it's but it's like a lot of this um that's happened is it's been people that's taken a chance on us to kind of help us go to a new level. Yeah. And and I mean, you know, that's the thing. I mean, I gotta tell you, I've had some terrible interviewers. It's like I would have rather, you know, been reading the newspaper on the toilet. It's terrible, mm-hmm. but you guys are great. You're sincere. You're amazing. And, you know, you guys have a great backstory. Plus, I mean, I'll tell you right now, most, most, the most successful people, they have a partner they're with mm-hmm. and they have somebody, you know, a lot of the the big multimillionaires out there that are doing big things. I mean, they're with their partner making mm-hmm. it happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I'll tell you this, Chris and Sandy, you guys are way above the grade of everybody out there because, you know, you found the loves of your life. There are people right there that that can't even get somebody on Tinder, you know? That's 
or even on a dating app. So, you know, you found the love of your life. And then the only thing you have to worry about well, is We actually business. met online. We did. Oh, you did? We <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have one of those yeah, crazy yeah. stories. We, yeah. we met when it was taboo back in 02. Yeah, um, we met online February 2nd of 02, talked on the phone February 4th. February 18th, we set a wedding date. We March 4th, we met in person. So we were meeting in person a month after we met online to see who we were going to marry. Yes. And we got married eight months later. Which was October 5th. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And here it is. Almost 20 years. Almost 20. Next year will be 20 years. Yeah. All right. Big y'all. Y'all got to go to Vegas. <laughs> it's <laughs> Vegas time, baby. I'll meet you there. <laughs> I'll have a party. <laughs> you know, we don't really want to take up much more of your time. So we'll end with yes. this. Um, what advice would you give that person that feels called to entertainment? And they've done a little bit, but they're still getting their feet wet. But they know this is where they're supposed to be. What advice would you give that per specific person to kind of help guide them the next few years? Well, the one thing I would say is that, you know, where do they live, first of all? You know, what is it that they want to get into? Because there's different aspects of the entertainment business. Exactly. Do they want to get in musical mm -hmm. theater? Do they want to get into, you know, acting television? Television is different uh, than... Television is different than uh, film. Film is different than, you know, being in a theater. It's all this. There's all different techniques. So, you know, do they want to be an entertainer, musician? Do they want to be, you know, do they want to, you know, go travel? Or they, there's so many different things. Do they want to be, uh, you know, an opera singer? You, so the thing is, you have to really have a plan yeah. and you need to write it down. And what I say is, OK, if you want to be an entertainer, let's just put it out there um why don't you give me something give me something somebody like a specific thing well being an actor okay being an actor all right so if they want to be an actor they're going to need to basically uh you know get their get in some classes see what's in the area uh you know do scene stuff try to get a reel together um try to find out you know are there shows is is there uh any kind of um you know, acting place where they can get, uh, you know, out there or their manager's agents. But the main thing is they need headshots. You need to sit there and go, what kind of headshot can I get? Um, because that's really your calling card. So, you know, what's your character? You know, what, like, you know, for example, um, I'll tell you this, uh, people don't realize the average Joe, somebody that looks, you know, just average and they get more work than people that are like glamorous or this, you know, because yeah. of the, the mm -hmm. things that are limited. So yeah. you've got to yeah. sit there and go, yes. what, what roles could I play? Um, you know, I, I know an A-list actor and basically what he gets is assassin roles. He gets uh, assassin roles. He's like, I always get, you know, uh, I'm the, the gang leader. Well, you got to be careful that you don't get put in a box. Like, you know, the actor that plays Steve Urkel, you know, he got put in that box. He, when you see, exactly. you, think, you so, think of Steve so Urkel. <laughs> yeah. And see what he should have done is the minute he, the minute he got out of that show, because that show paid him a lot of money, especially with the residuals, he should have gone against his type and probably, yeah, which he did kind of like, you know, you'd yeah. see him yeah. be the suave, you know, oh, people are like, woo, that's a suave Urkel. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. yeah, so, yeah the show yes. did try to, I guess the oh, show yes, kind of helped yeah, him out, Stefan. 
Yeah. yeah. So the show made that, and I get, and I bet the show. I, I wonder if he talked to the show to try to do that, so that kind of get him out of that box. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like you know, if if he would have sat there and uh, kind of do done a completely different role, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. he would. I mean, he would he would have raked in probably way more roles as in terms of, you know, if he kind of, maybe if he played a drug dealer or if he yeah. played, you know, um, somebody that's struggling with addiction, um, mm -hmm. you know, something totally against the role, but he looked completely different. And that's actually what Halle Berry did. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, you know, if you diversify the way you look and, you know, then, because here's the deal, like for acting, um, it's more girl next door. I don't look, I look completely different. People don't realize, I mean, you know, there's wigs, there's contacts you mm -hmm. can wear. I mean, I look people, when I was a detective, the dire director's like, I don't even, Darcy Donovan is gone. I mean, you're <laughs> definitely a detective. And I'm like, that's what I'm supposed to be. An anchor man. Yeah. People are like, you didn't have an accent. I was like, because that's was my job. I got paid to not have an accent. So, yes, right. um, you know, there's so many things that you've got to sit there and go, what can I do as an actor? Okay. So here's what I can play. All right. So get photos that show that, that type, but then get into acting, start getting, you know, adjusted in front of the camera. You also got to be, you know, um, used to acting in front of people and know, you know, where to stand your slates. Um, I tell people go on YouTube. There are so many things you can find on YouTube. You can find out about reading everything there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can. So there's so many things you can do. So you I know. love that. <laughs> and we don't really want to. And we, don't, you know, I said, I love that. Love the answer. You know, again, there's, there's so much you can do. Um, and we really don't want to take up more of your time. You know, we've been. Well, you, you all know, have been great. I could talk to y'all all day. It's I like, could. We like family now. But, yeah, <laughs> believe me, yes, I could too. Our, if you go back, our beginning interviews when we first started, I was going 90 minutes of pop because I couldn't shut up. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, that's hey, true. I'm the same way, Chris. I'm the same way. My my assistants, they're like, okay, all right, that's enough. They call me the mouth of the South. That's the big joke in the office. They're like, oh, Darcy's the mouth of the South. Or, you know, I, I've got to be at a premiere and I'll, I'll run into a fan and then I start talking and I'm like, oh, and then we'll start chatting and they're like, you got to go. You're guys supposed to be on a red carpet. Yeah. I'm like, oh, but I'm having so much fun. So, yeah. What's funny is in our 19 years of marriage, she used to get mad at this, but we'd be on the street and we'd run into people. And I'm not talking about people I know, but strangers. And Sandy would know if, if I got two, three minutes in a conversation, oh, yes. we're there 30, 60 minutes easy. And, time, and she yeah. would sometimes roll her eyes and we laugh about it now <laughs> because we laugh about it now because they're like that prepared us for what we do now. And that's yeah, just, and you know what? But Sandy too, you gotta also yeah. be kind of his executive assistant and and say, hey, all right, we gotta cut it off. We gotta yeah. leave. You know, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be late for our dinner, honey. You know, <laughs> we got a reservation. We gotta go. So we sort of balance each other out in that way. Huh? Exactly, and that that's what's perfect. It's the same thing with me. You know, I have, I mean, everybody that I work with, all of our personalities mesh. You know, mm -hmm. so it's great. You know, um, I'm kind of in business. Uh, you know, my assistant who's like, she's like my sister, you know, that, well, they're all like my sisters. They're like family and stuff, but she just can notice like 
I get this look in my eye, like I'm about to go off on this person. I'm about to pit bull them is, you know, go bath oh, wow. them Yellowstone. They're being very, you know, I'm not liking what they're saying. And then uh, she's yeah. like, you know, comes in and she's just very sweet and knows. I mean, she deals with, I just can't deal with people that are jerks or, yeah. you know, the a-holes yeah. of the world. I just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I just put them in their place. And sometimes, yeah. you know, it's not the best thing to do. Uh, I do get in trouble, uh, but you know, everybody laughs, you know, they really do laugh at me because they're like, I cannot believe you said that to this person, you know, that's a major person in the business that I'm like, well, they're a jerk. I don't care. They need to know. And you know, the thing is that they respect me. They yeah. do. They're like, wow, Darcy's not a yes person. She's not going to just, you know, and sometimes I'm, it's such a subconscious thing for them that they could be just doing it, not knowing it. And but when you talk about that, they're like, "Ooh, do I yeah, really self-realization?" And, and, you know, because because I because I've I heard a story recently where um, on the Bobby Bones show that Amy on there end up doing that to somebody recently, and he actually did not realize. He was being, and then when she was talking to him, she, he says, you know, I was being a jerk, wasn't I? And, you know, and he came to that self-realization. That's great, though. That's great that 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 was a self-realization, you know, because mm-hmm. some people don't do it. And a lot of people let people, you know, especially in the business, they'll let people get away with it um, yeah. because of, oh, this and that. I mean, look at money. what happened with Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, money mm-hmm. and power. Um I mean, I probably, you know, Carby Weinstein pulled that stuff with me. I probably would have kicked him where the sun don't shine and then, uh, yeah. you know, walked out. <laughs> but I would have definitely let people know. And it's like it takes that mm-hmm. one person yeah. and then the ripple effect happened. But it's like, look at all the things that he did and nobody so said terrible. anything. Yes. And that's what's really bad, you know, because I am the person that will say something and will call people out for their bad behavior, um, you know. I'm kind of at a, I'm kind of at, you know, I just had a recent encounter with an A-list actor that was really just mind blowing to me. That was just not good. You know, I've been trying to figure out how to deal with it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, he shouldn't get away with the way he's acting, you know, but that's the thing, you know, I did tell him, I told him, I said, you know, you're being very disrespectful. And, oh, wow. you know, you, you need, I told him he needed medication, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I did handle myself with integrity and respect and, you know, I definitely can That's tell you this man, yeah. well, I could tell he had, he has an, al- he's an alcoholic. I could just tell, oh, okay. I mean, I've been around so many people. I just know things, but, um, you know, he did talk to me about his pat, you know, he had trauma and stuff, but, okay. you know, um, it's just one of those things that, you know, this is, I mean, I'm going to be making a lot of movies. I'm working with a lot of huge people. I mean, I, I'm definitely not going to cast him. I'm just not. And I'm going to tell other people not to cast him because, you know, his, uh, it was very repulsive, his behavior. So the thing is, is that, you know, you never know who knows someone I've, I've always taught my grandfather always says, treat everybody with respect, you know, so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your name is everything. You know, yeah, because like they say, you know, when you're going to people you step on to get up will be the people stepping on you as you come down. Exactly. And the thing is, is that, you know, I'm always nice to everybody. I everybody. But, you know, um, I remember those people that were rude or, you know, 
I could tell that they were just, you know, being nice because they wanted something. Uh, so yes, um, you can always yeah, that's tell. The one thing, love, but. love that. <laughs> so as we yeah. close out here, tell everybody how they can find you. Yes. I, oh, I, I'm so sorry that the, 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 the uh, microphone kind of went out a little bit. Okay. So, <laughs> I was saying, as we close out here, tell everybody how they can find you. How they can find me. Okay. <laughs> you're awesome. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, um, especially if you want to know about crypto, um, at Darcy Donovan. I'm on Instagram at Darcy Donovan. Again, D-O-N-A-V-A-N. Um, on Facebook and YouTube, go to official Darcy Donovan. And, uh, you know, there's all on every different social media. I do different things. Plus, you know, I do giveaways. Uh, I give advice. I give help. We have a lot. We have a lot of fun in our <laughs> communities. So we do a lot of uh, I love uh, inspiration and humor, too. I'm big on telling jokes. So that's my problem. Is that, uh, <laughs> I love to tell that. goofy jokes. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, we really enjoyed having you on today. And we oh, fun. I did, too. You and all are just absolutely well, thank you. And I would love to. You all are just a breath of fresh air. Well, and you guys are so adorable. I just love it. Oh, we appreciate <laughs> that. We appreciate that. Because so you probably fun. not had too many places where you got interviewed by a married couple. Yeah. I love it. I that's think kind it's of our that's, family. That's, a, that's been always our thing is, you know, for our whole 19 years of marriage, even though we went through some rough patches with my addictions, our marriage has always been our brand. Exactly. Well, and two, you're role models for a lot of people, you know, that's your role models. So and that's that should definitely be something that, you know, all the listeners, the viewers should know. It's like, you know, look at Chris and Sandy as role models, because, you know, marriage, people are just getting married now. It's marriage is, a, is it should be more sanctified. It's you know, just, it should be harder to get married mm -hmm. than, than get divorced. It should be Absolutely. you have to go through hoops to get married. You know, yeah. not go to Vegas and get married by Elvis. You know, it's that's <laughs> we should it shouldn't be that easy. I mean, it, you could literally drive, do a drive through marriage. Yeah. I just think that it should be really hard. And I, you know, because um, I think what happens is that when people get married, they they're like, OK, you know, this person is not perfect or this is, you know, this is happening. And let me just get out. I don't I don't feel like you should do that. I feel with no. everything is. You know, I mean, let me put you this way. I'm a big dog person. You know, I've had dogs that all my dogs are rescues, but they've had trauma. And I'm not just going to get rid of them just because maybe they had a cat for 15 day. years that showed up on our porch. We did. She had, she had she had mad She had bad eyes and all yeah, that. And, she had, and, yeah. and I tell you, those are the most loyal, most loyal. My she dog would die for me. Ever. Sweetest cat ever. The, the so kids actually, never little. Yeah, I have one. I, I, yeah. She goes with me everywhere. Dixie, Dixie, come here. You want to say hi? Oh, <laughs> you want to say hi, Dixie? I know. She's like, I don't know if I'm going to come in here. But, you know, I just rescued her. And, oh, wow. uh, oh, wow. you know, her personality's come out. But, you know, I can tell she's like, are you going to get rid of me? Are you going to leave me on the oh, side of the road? Oh, it's, wow. it's, it's heartbreaking. But, you know, there's that trust. But it's the same and thing that's how marriage. a lot of people in marriages are, mm -hmm. you know, because, again, you know, maybe the girl's dad left and then this boyfriend left and that boyfriend left. And all of a sudden she gets married. Now, all of a sudden she gets an argument with her spouse. All right. First big for, fight. First big fight. And our first thing she's thinking is, is he going to leave me? Because she still has that um, trauma from all those people leaving her. Exactly. And then she's going to act up and do things, yep. you know, mm -hmm. to maybe push that other person away. Yeah. 
But it's mm -hmm. interesting you said that. I'm actually working on a script, actually with one of my my very close friends. Oh wow! And um, her and I, I mean, it we're we're actually going to be doing something similar to what you guys were talking about. But we're going to make it a movie and to help yeah, people with their see, We actually have, you know, I've actually had this idea of broken together, where two people married, they're both broken together, mm -hmm. and when they fight they're not fighting from their current circumstances. They're fighting from their past pain. Right. What they've been yeah, through. I, I, absolutely. And you know, Hey, I, businesses come to me for business advice. I'm really good at putting businesses together. And guess what I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you this free advice. Just remember me now when you're making lots of money, but I really do feel like you should, from what I'm saying, you should write a book about your marriage. Well, we and have how you stuck together in the world. And <laughs> that's yeah. in the world. In in fact, the future yeah, see? Yes. You yeah, definitely should do it. that because, you know, tell people what you went through and then give them, you know, uh, tips and things, because there's a lot of people, people, there's people that can't make it past two years or a year. Right. I mean, come on. What Kim Kardashian loves somebody, what, seven months? Oh, right. I remember that. I mean, well, I remember you know. Britney Spears back years ago. Oh, was what it? was it? Like a 48 or 72 hours? Yeah, Vegas. Again, Vegas. Yeah, so, Vegas. Yeah. You know, people just need to, you know, nobody has a book on how to love, how to be loved. There's no booklet out there. So, you know, that's that's the thing, um, you know, that I want to bring into, you know, the movie sphere. I think there needs to be, you know, I want to make it a comedy, but I want to make it a love comedy to where, you know, it's going to teach people, um, you know, because listen, men don't, some of my biggest videos that I've done, men don't understand, women don't understand. When a man's working all day, he does not want to hear blah, 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 blah. The oh, minute, the the minute they come through the door, they don't want to hear that. So, no. you know, there's, and then same thing, you know, women, women want to be, they want to be fed. They want to have compliments all day long yes. and they want to be surprised exactly. <laughs> so they're the most beautiful woman in the wall in the room in the wall in the room anywhere in the world they want to know that you know they're wanted they want to be fed you know you take mm -hmm. care of them, give them surprises and, and, and they want to feel like they're being heard oh yes that's a good one you know, yeah because Absolutely. you know that understood yeah so, you know, that's, that's a lot of men don't get that and they've not been raised like that. So that's why, you know, once I get this movie together, you know, listen, we'll, we'll send you, we'll send you VIP. We'll, we'll, once we get this together, we'll make you VIP and Sounds we'll say, great. Hey, Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> we look to forward it. to that. Well, and I yeah. just wanted to say, I've enjoyed this so much. You two are so wonderful and I really appreciate, um, you know, uh, coming on your show and talking about everything. It, it's just been such a pleasure. It's been a pleasure here Same too. Here. And we look Enjoyed forward, it. like I said, to having you back down the road. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Well, I just want you all to have a great day um, for everybody listening. Thank you so much, uh, you know, for hearing my stories and I love Chris and Sandy's too. It so it's so great. So um, I just want to say day. thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> yes. Thanks everyone. Thanks so much for your time today. Bye. All right. Well, thank you, Chris and Sandy. Love you guys so much. Have I'll a wonderful rest here. of your day. You